0: Hello,
1: my dear friends, I'm Bronwyn Beth, and welcome back to The Misfit Musician, the podcast where music and mental health meet. This episode is really, really special to me because it involves a lot of collaboration. I reached out to a lot of musicians just to see if people were interested to share some of the things that they've learned over the last two years as a result of the pandemic. And so many of you got back to me and everyone had something different to bring to the table. Everyone's approached it differently. What they have learned has been different and I think that is so beautiful and It means that if you are listening, there's even more chance that you'll hear something that you really relate to. People who sent me recordings are music educators, performers, music therapists, music producers, just general music entrepreneurs, people from all different corners of the music world, which I think is so incredibly valuable. I've really enjoyed listening back to these and just hearing what everyone had to share. And I hope that you do as well. And I hope that you glean something from it and feel that your experience is also validated just by hearing some of other people's experiences as well. In the show notes, which is just the little description below this episode, I'm going to include some of the ways that you can find people who contributed to this episode Um, some of them have asked me to put in their website or their Instagram handle or whatever so go ahead and check that out give them a follow if you want to keep up with what they're doing Um, or even just shoot them a note telling them what you appreciated about what they had to share one extra thing for this episode that's really fun you might have noticed that the intro music was a little bit different So the music that you heard in the opening and that you'll continue to hear interspersed between people's thoughts are from an album called Hindsight is 2020 by Velascan, and it was produced and co-written by Phil Tagan, who also gave his thoughts as well about what he's learned during the pandemic. So I'm so grateful, so generous of him to allow me to use this music. This music was composed about 2020, about the pandemic. So definitely go check it out. That link is also in the show notes. It's really neat to have this be like a really cohesive view looking back on 2020 and the pandemic with even the music carrying that theme along with it. So I really, really appreciate Phil allowing me to use this, Um, and please go check out his other stuff. All right, so I don't think I'm going to say anything at the end of the episode, I'll just let it kind of speak for itself, so I just want to say right now that I appreciate you all for listening, I hope that you keep listening. It means so much to me when I see that even one person listened to my podcast yesterday, And I hope that it is helping you, making you not feel as alone, and helping you know that you are a part of this musician family and that we have each other's backs and we're going to create a really beautiful environment where we all feel supported and where music can be a place of healing. All right, enjoy this episode, everyone. You are magic, live in love.
2: Is it always this hard to Is it
3: always this
4: hard to on? Is it always this hard to
3: on? Is it always this
5: Hello, my name is Esge. I'm a cellist. I go with Esge the Cellist on social media, in case you're interested in my creative work. Over the pandemic, my life has been shifted in an interesting direction. Uh, prior to that, I had a very hectic lifestyle. Um, I was running around um, for gigs, performances, concerts, chamber music performances, church services, weddings, and for teaching, like schools, my private studio, like, everything took up too much time, and I was very passionate about it. I was not complaining at all. Um, but it was very tiring. I didn't have any off days for myself. When the pandemic hit, all of a sudden I had the entire time <laughs> in the world, just like everyone everyone else. Um, it was very interesting to spend time with myself. And all of a sudden I had a lot of time. And I uh, started to have uh, different activities, very simple activities like coloring, uh, doing puzzles, and. I noticed that it was very helpful to empty my mind, and I found it very useful. And all of a sudden, like, I should schedule some off time for myself when we go back (laughs) to work. But also, um, all of these thoughts led me to, uh, in a different direction, because I became more interested in human psychology, and I decided to apply for a, a graduate program and after 10 years of a break now, I'm back in school uh, in music therapy and counseling. I really enjoy learning uh, about a different aspect of music, how we perceive music, how we perceive the sound and how we perceive the language and how we use it in a clinical setting. It's very interesting to learn as well as the counseling aspect of it. So, um, after I finish this program, I'll be a therapist, and I really enjoy this new field. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm giving up uh, my um, recordings or creative work, I'm still a musician, I'm still a cellist at first, <laughs> then uh, a therapist in training. <laughs> So to answer your question, the number one thing that I've learned through the pandemic is that I have more of a say in how my career shapes up the way I want it to be. So just because it does not resemble a traditional job or it does not have a traditional job title does not mean that I cannot create new opportunities for myself. I am more in the driver's seat than I realize I am. Of course, life has its ups and downs and bumps in the road. I'm not completely in control, but I have more of a say than I realize that I do.
6: My name is Daniel Coons. I'm a harpist and I just wanted to chat a little bit about what it's been like navigating the pandemic as a musician. So I have a slightly unique position, probably not unique, um, I'm sure there's other people in very similar situations, um, but right before the pandemic I moved, I also had a brand new baby like months before the pandemic started. So it was actually a really interesting experience, um, really trying to just restart my career in the middle of a pandemic after, you know, maternity break and all of that. But one thing that was really cool, I mean, there were definitely challenges, but it was incredible timing for everything to move online with, you know, remote conferences, remote projects, people looking to record um, and collaborate remotely. That was... Incredible timing for me because there was no way I could have traveled cross country to do some of the things that I was able to do virtually. So attend conferences, collaborate with people. So that was really cool. So as a result of the pandemic, I have an incredible network. Um, I've built mostly on Twitter. Twitter's great. New music Twitter. Um, but that's been really cool just to you know meet so many people that I would have never met in person if I'd been focusing on you know, in-person projects. Um, there's definitely challenges, though, um, especially parenting in a pandemic with, you know, very little outside support. Um, definitely a challenge navigating how to set up my career. Another challenge. Um, but it's, it's definitely been interesting. I won't say I'm glad the pandemic <laughs> happened. I'm certainly not. Um, but it has definitely been interesting, and I think that there's some things that I hope continue Um, you know, as we move past this with, you know, providing, you know, remote opportunities for people who, you know, travel is going to be more difficult, um, things like that.
0: My name is Michael Trichecki. I'm a music educator, singer-songwriter, producer, and performer. It's hard for me to say what exactly I've learned from the pandemic because it's still an ongoing and evolving situation. I think if I had to identify what I learned in March 2020, it would have been different from what I'd have to say in March 2021 and I expect that whatever I'd say in March 2022 will be different as well. Now, in the pandemic, I've had the great privilege of uh, keeping my job and not having to make a life-changing and life-sustaining pivot that so many musicians were forced to make. I was able to keep working as a music educator, but I was working within the confines of virtual learning, which had so many of its own challenges. I did realize, as a musician, I'm very bad at being bored, and I constantly need something to work on. Um, In the beginning of the pandemic, I was trying out some small-run gimmicky projects or songwriting challenges to keep myself busy, but two years out, none of them really stuck or led to much. So I found that as gigs started to finally come back, I was trying to make up for lost time and acting as a yes-man. I was taking anything and everything that came my way and playing with different groups and solo gigs and Whatever it was, I was in for it. And that quickly led to me feeling burned out. Um, And this is something I'm still working on, is setting boundaries between my own personal time and my uh, time working as a musician. Because typically, as someone who is terrible at being bored, I will devote way too much time to work and not enough time to look after myself. So that's definitely something I've been much more conscious of over the last few months and throughout this pandemic experience. As far as my uh, the creative side of my music making is concerned, I've had some suspicions over the last couple years, but I think the pandemic has helped reinforce some of these things. And I believe that music with others is music that is better. And the projects and the groups that I'm most passionate about are the ones that Are with people that i care about and i enjoy making music with it's not just about the quality of the music itself but it's the relationships and the spending time with people and having fun just being in each other's company and that's been the most rewarding music making experiences i've had throughout my life and it's those are the experiences i care about the most too and it's what i found myself missing the most throughout the pandemic especially during periods of isolation where I couldn't see anyone or make music with other people. And I also think that right now, purely solo work isn't fulfilling to me, and it's kind of hard to keep myself motivated on projects that are just me by myself because now that I know that making music with other people is something I care about so deeply, I'm not really drawn to the idea of shutting myself into a room or a basement and Working on songs and producing everything by myself and playing every single instrument. It's just not nearly as enjoyable. It's not nearly as fulfilling Um, I think there is a Balance though and I want to make sure that I can still keep myself disciplined to create Even though other people aren't around and so that's something i'm still working on and still trying to strike a balance between working with other people and still being able to stay motivated stay engaged and Stay creative.
7: Hello, my name is Nick Sangenis. I'm a violinist and a violist. And I was asked to share what I learned during the pandemic. Here are five things I learned. Number one, resilience. I realized after many things were taken away that I can still do a lot. While waiting, I can stay busy. I can continue teaching and taking lessons online with my own teacher, spend more time practicing, and sharing my music online, all to keep growing. Number two, balance. Music is important and is meant to be an integral part of our lives. We should also take time to walk outside every day, breathe, exercise, have some tea, eat healthy foods, pray, reflect, read, learn new things, have fun with our family and friends, and rest. Being a happier, whole person helps us be a better musician, and vice versa. Number three, perseverance. Listening to and learning to play music can inspire us to persevere through our difficulties. Classical composers such as Beethoven, Bach, Vivaldi, Chopin, Mozart, and Brooke can be very inspiring, especially in Beethoven's Violin Concerto, his symphonies, Bach's Sonatas and Partitas, and Vivaldi's Four Seasons. Also, enjoy other genres such as Celtic music and jazz. Number four, gratitude. I realize that I can be more intentional in my practicing and with my lessons by using a practice journal. After every lesson, I can write down reflections on what I learned from my teacher and capture insights and keep track of my goals. It is very important to see every lesson given and received in every practice session and performance as gifts, not only as ways to continue earning a living. Number five, to lead by example. I can keep inspiring my students online by being optimistic and having a positive attitude. I can show this in looking past our current circumstances, way beyond into the future, with hope and ambition. Life is a gift, and every day is another opportunity to grow as the best versions of ourselves and to become the best musicians we can be.
8: I am a violist in the Philadelphia area. Um, I think what I learned most in the pandemic was actually how tricky my relationship with my instrument really was. Um, as soon as I had that time off in the shutdown to be home and, you know, I had a lot of self reflection, which I'm sure a lot of us did. I mean, because what else did we have to do? <laughs> um, I didn't really practice that much and that worried me because i started asking myself a bunch of questions like oh my gosh am i only doing this because i feel like i have to because i have a degree in it or oh i just got this new instrument so i better stick with it and i worried a lot that i actually don't love playing and being a musician and that was a worry of mine for a really long time um Lately, I've been picking my instrument back up again and trying to rekindle that love and relationship that was there before, like when I was in college and uh, leading up to the pandemic. But I suppose at some point after I graduated, it just turned into work for me and a job. And looking at my instrument, I just immediately associated it with work and, you know, things I didn't want to do. Um, but after, I guess, moving away from the typical practice items, such as, like, you know, scales, ages, I started playing things I loved to play, which I never really did before, and, um, that really helped me rekindle my relationships with my instrument again, and I really love it again, and, of course, now I'm kind of like merging back into the typical scales and arpeggio practice to keep my chops up. And um, I'm happy to say I feel like I'm right back where I was um, before. And still tricky (laughs) to have a relationship with my instrument again, but um, I'm getting there.
4: What I learned throughout the pandemic was that as a musician who is normally in the background on drums, I am able to create projects for myself and I need to do that so that I can make sure that I'm doing what I love and creating music that I wanna hear. Hi everyone, my name is Aleksandry Kislitsyn, I'm a violinist and violist as well as uh, a producer. I write and produce uh, electronic dance music. When the pandemic started I saw it as a great chance and I decided to take advantage of the free time I had as a musician because all the events were um, either cancelled or moved to a different date. And I always wanted to start producing music and write my own music. So that was a perfect time for me to buy certain online classes and uh, start writing my own stuff. So I used that time to learn how to use Logic Pro and how to produce uh, trance and uh, deep house as well as how to record my own violin playing. Uh, Also during that time I uh, started to play with uh, Trio Casals, with Avidio Marinesco and uh, my dear sister, uh, Anna Kislicina And in the last two years, uh, we recorded uh, three CDs and released as well with uh, Parma recordings and Navona records. This time of pandemic also helped me to rethink a lot of things and to reflect on a lot of the jobs I did and projects I did. I try to stay healthy as much as possible, exercise as much as possible and just be active in general, because I think during that time, especially when everything was closed, I just needed a certain place to go every day, which was just Whole Foods store by the art museum in Philadelphia, um, which was a great place just to go, to go somewhere. Meditation helped me a lot during those times. So I would recommend to anybody who would like to improve their mental health in any way and improve their focus to start meditating. And it's very simple, so what I do usually is just to open the app which is Headspace and click on one of the meditations and sit there for like about 10 or 15 minutes. That's probably one of the most powerful techniques. Just recently I released my newest EDM single which is a combination of my own playing and electronic dance music and if you like this sort of style feel free to check it on every music streaming platform either spotify or apple music any any of them it should be there the name of the track is boundless and i hope you enjoy it and thank you
9: My name is Michelle, and I teach orchestra at a middle school in Cypress, Texas. Um, I have learned a bunch of things in this past, you know, pandemic season. Some of them little, like why orchestras perform in arcs instead of rows. Um, I think for my winter concert last year, my first violins were about 60 feet away from my cellos and basses. And it took me about two extra weeks to get them ready for a concert just because they couldn't hear anything that was going on the other side of the room um and I've also learned in the, just how important the visual aspect of teaching an instrument is in conjunction with the with the R01 of course but it's near impossible to fix mechanical issues if you can't see you know what's happening in a kid's bow arm and a kid's um left hand. Uh, But honestly, the most important thing that I think I've learned that I, the lesson that I've, you know, taking away from this pandemic is that technology does not help you create real authentic relationships with people. It's, it is so much easier to just be in the same room with somebody to to greet students at a door to walk around and just kind of listen while they're you know chatting with each other and pick up stuff that you know that I that I can then draw on when I'm teaching and connect with them especially as you know someone who teaches in a classroom with anywhere from 16 to 50 students it's just and there's just no way that I can reach every student every day with that many kids. Click and type and click and type. I would get no teaching done. But there's also no way for me to really understand and meet the kids where they are if I don't, you know, if I don't get a good representation of them, their personality, their behavior, which I really found to be almost impossible last year with, you know, with so many students just doing virtual learning. And I will be so happy when the day returns that nobody, nobody will be online and learning an instrument.
3: My name is Zach Alex. I'm a musician, primarily guitarist. I teach music privately, and I teach in an elementary school as my day job. Um, Some things I got out of the pandemic for the past two years, some things I learned. Um, I think one would be a deeper sense of of gratitude for others. Um, Around the time of the shutdown was... Around the time that I was finishing up my my student teaching placement at an elementary school, and I had a really good experience. Um, I, you know, really enjoyed working with the kids, and um, you know, started applying for jobs. You know, finally got one, and it was uh, a cr- it was it was pretty crazy. You know, it was, I was like a like a fish out of water, like, you know going into an elementary school to be a teacher and um you know you had veteran teachers like reinventing the wheel because nobody knew how to uh how to do their job like in this environment so so it was um quite the learning experience for sure and i mean being in a room full of like 6-year-olds um yeah they they adapt pretty easily, but they are you know very very open minded and they don't have that sense of like judgment or you know these like insecurities and they just they just want to play with anybody and any any other kid or any other teacher and you know um and they've you know that experience has taught me a deeper sense of gratitude for the people around me um and something else would be not to take musical opportunities for granted because especially you know for those first few months you know music is such a, a portfolio career and constantly thinking about the next gig or next rehearsal and you know for those first few months you know there there was no gig there was nothing to uh think about it. it was like, well what am I gonna do now? Sit around, twiddle my thumbs. Um but it was it was a good time to uh like reconnect with some hobbies that you know I uh put on the back burner because I was practicing or thinking about the next performance so like I you know got a chance to start like fishing again and go on like some longer like motorcycle rides that summer, I remember that summer being being very nice and and relaxing so um, but yeah, I know a lot of like musicians that you know had to uh get different a different job or change their whole life because you know there were no performance opportunities, and they were relying on that as their livelihood and um. And I've been fortunate to you know take take a break, but now I'm you know starting to get some performance opportunities again and um, so now that I'm you know back at it, I, I don't take those opportunities for granted, and you know i I really play with feeling um, for every single performance here on out because you know you never know when it's not going to be there.
2: Hey everybody, uh, Phil Tagan here, music producer, engineer, uh, sometimes musician. <laughs> uh, Beth asked me to come on here and uh, kind of explain a couple things about um, kind of my relationship with music during the pandemic. Um, one thing that I really want to say is uh, how difficult it was, especially at the beginning, to to think creatively. Um, you know, personally, I was going through a lot at the time. I'm sure everybody else listening was going through a lot. And it was, uh, you know, not only, not only the, the stressors that were coming in from, from things shutting down constantly or not being open when they were supposed to be or, you know, whatever it was, but also the, the inability to gain uh, new input from, from kind of a, a, like a stable societal zeitgeist, if you will, Um, So, yeah, I think uh, there's a big hump that all of us had to overcome, and maybe some of us aren't over it yet. Um, But during, especially during, like, uh, like March, April 2020, um, it was just, you know, I I couldn't think creatively. I was thinking um, with with like survival instincts, you know what I mean? So uh, I guess uh, I will say that I'm happy that uh, we're at least at a place where we're, um, we're, th- we're focusing on, on cu- building a culture again, building art. Um, but it didn't come as easy to all of us as it did to some of us. <laughs> um, and, you know, a lot of it, uh, a lot of my personal growth came through um, just kind of honestly grasping um, kind of things about my life that are changing and, and kind of, you know, falling into the structure of being an adult Um, for instance having a relationship uh, with somebody who has kids and things like that Uh, during the pandemic that was uh, (laughs) a little bit stressful especially for me because I was pretty new to it at the time and so honestly uh, like again at at first everything was so uh, so (laughs) non-musical because we're all worried about surviving Um, but uh so it was uh it was interesting I think probably around probably around April or May um that's probably when I started working on stuff again and I really I think I succeeded in creating a space for myself with low expectation um because there were no expectations for the world at the time, you know? So, uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to create a space where I could, uh, easily work, you know, sit down and have music playing within moments, (laughs) but, uh, not really stress myself out about, uh, you know, monetizing it or, um, creating an end result, um, more so just a meditation of sorts, um. And I think that's important in in getting in touch with your creativity when there's a lot of uh, external pressures. And really, the pandemic is just a microcosm of like, you know, any sort of any sort of extreme pressures that anybody goes through at a time, you know. And those always have a complex relationship with creativity. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to say, everybody out there, you're doing great. Everybody who's doing is doing great. Just keep going. The expectation of uh, fiscal compensation for, for music and for art is, um, it has an impact on the way that we go through the process. So just, ha- I think expectations are really, like expectations of self and expectations of others. Go go easy on yourself, I guess is what I'm saying. You can't control what other people are going to think about your music. But um you can let yourself be nurtured into creating more.
4: I create my own scene. I can paint my life however I like. Place good dead danger.
7: Thank right. you.